0: the jrvs audio newsletter your place for instagram news tips and inspiration my name is evelyn an instagram strategist for you nail techs and since you're listening to the audio version of my monthly newsletter i'll be adding in a little bit of context to my words since you're listening and not looking so let's get into it So. Let's face it, the majority of social media users have at one time or another thought that the platform is out to get them. And this is definitely an understandable feeling. It takes long-term, consistent effort to make your mark on a platform. And many times we can be fooled by overnight successes. I'm doing this in air quotes, by the way, if you're listening, but when you really ask them how long they've been doing something it's very rarely for less than a year they usually have many resources to pull from whether that's a team or knowledge from previous experiences or people so it's a good reminder not to deceive ourselves that this marketing thing is easy When it comes to Instagram, I wanted to share with you some truths about the platform and the algorithm that I've discovered from my own testing and from client accounts. So let's get into those three truths. Now the first one is that Instagram and pretty much all of Meta cares mostly about how they can meet their goals and make money. Now, this isn't all rooted in bad intentions, though. The start of Instagram was to create connections. Connections with family and friends that could cross international borders. This is still at the root of their cause. But of course, they have to make money somehow or else goodbye Meta. They do this by splashing in ads for us to watch and influencing us with content we have yet to discover. So Instagram does heavily influence your user experience on the app. Truth two, the days when all of your followers would see your content are basically over. (laughs) And that's a hard thing to wrap our minds around sometimes. So unless you want to pay, you will not reach every single one of your users. And I think there is a saying about if you want to play, you got to pay. And it's kind of the same circumstance here with many social media platforms. And this has to do a lot with the fact that there are hundreds of thousands more Instagram accounts now than there used to be. Even the average person on Instagram is following over twice as many accounts as they used to. So as a business owner, it's a serious fight to get those amazing set of nails you worked so hard on or that product you created noticed by your followers. You're fighting for attention. And in order to filter the overabundance of people on the app, Instagram shows you a percentage of the type of content you interact with most. So truth number three is that the Instagram algorithm is not controlled by Meta and all their tech people. Now it's kind of one of those situations where you're like, well who is it controlled by? But it's created and monitored by them but controlled by individual users being us. So let me let me explain this. So each time we linger on a post, swipe through the entire carousel, watch an entire reel, like, comment, share etc. We are training the algorithm or algorithm computers to give us more of the content that we interact with. Think about if you had a robot in your house that had a base layer of knowledge, but was adaptive, can't get that word out, adaptive (laughs) to your lifestyle. It caught on to your favorite TV show, started bringing you your favorite foods, and even set out your outfit for the next day without you even audibly saying what you wanted to wear. It sounds kind of creepy, right? Well, that's honestly how advanced the algorithm and Instagram and many other social platforms are. They are so complex that people at Instagram don't even fully understand them. The algorithms are constantly adapting and growing before we have the data to explain why. So with these truths in mind here are some actionable things to keep in mind that might be confusing the algorithm about you and your Instagram account. So the first thing is if you interact with content that has nothing to do with your nail business and I've been totally guilty of this or even nothing to do with the type of people you want to attract to your business you could be confusing the algorithm and potentially frustrating yourself. Now the second thing is to check that the majority of your followers are active and real. If you have the capacity to sift through your followers and weed out inactive followers or bots, it's it's worth it. And if Instagram shows your content to a percentage of people and even if only half of them are unengaged followers, this signals to the algorithm that your content isn't really that interesting, which is far from true. I know your content is amazing. Your nails are amazing. The third thing is to be mindful that your content does give value in some way. So people come back typically for educating, relatable and entertaining content and you can sometimes mash all of those things together and the best way to find out if you're giving value is to simply ask and then follow up with what your audience would like to see more of the fourth thing is interacting in a passive way means that the algorithm could start to show you things that you really have no interest in So if you watched one dog video, but you want to see nail content, you'll probably notice that in your Explore page of Instagram in particular, you'll now have a mix of dog and nail content on your page, unless you click the three dots in the top or bottom right corner and press Not Interested. So even if you do love dogs, it's most beneficial to your business account if you interact with content that will attract the community that you want. So a couple tips to keep in mind that I'm also reminding myself is if you do have a personal account and a separate business account, which I highly recommend, Use your business account in a very strategic way to attract the audience that you want to have. And then use your personal account to watch all those cute puppy and interior design videos. I'm speaking personally here. Use your accounts like tools so they don't end up using you, if you know what I mean. And the second thing is focusing on human behavior over the algorithm. That's going to help you create content that your audience will be attracted to and the shelf life of your content will last much longer because when people come back to it, it's still going to be something of interest to them. And it may take some tweaks to learn how your audience behaves and how to attract a new audience, but with market research, I know you got it. So one of the things i do is create strategies that go beyond the algorithm because having your brand strategy and content plan doesn't have to you know completely shift every time the algorithm does so if you're already creating evergreen content and that is content that is valuable beyond the social media shelf life and it's not trendy then you'll only need to make those minor tweaks and not major overhauls to your content strategy. So I hope that this information and my findings have helped you, especially moving forward with your content strategy. And as always, I truly appreciate you being here and listening. I'm very thankful for that, so thank you. And if you want to leave me feedback or if you have a question that you want me to answer on the podcast, then feel free to DM me on Instagram, send me an email, however you want to contact me. And as always, I hope that you have a rosy rest of your day.